The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Okay. Well, just for the record, we got a sun in Phoenix, too. 52. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunny in Phoenix podcast, a weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Phoenix Suns related. I'm your co-host for today, David McGraw, alongside the ever-so-dabbing Mitch Krumpetich. How are you now? Something, something. I don't know, whatever. Oh, not so bad. There we go. (laughs) All right, on this week's show, we discuss some injury news, some scoring outputs, move on to the tournament, and non-sports. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at SunnyInPHXPod. Same thing for Instagram. Go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment, and you will get a shout-out on the show. So, the most pressing thing that we need to talk about in Suns news is Devin Booker, scoring 59 points against the Jazz, subsequently scoring 50 in the very next game, and then scoring 48, which, really, really close to 50, almost having three back-to-back games of 50 points or more, but... Two back-to-back games with 50 points or more is awesome. Uh, He's the youngest player to ever do that at 22 years old. There's only a handful of guys who have ever had 50-point, back-to-back 50-point games, like, period. So, it's pretty cool. It's a nice milestone. He he, he ties Kobe for 20 points in the first half in, like, five games in a row or something. Oh, yeah? There's something like that. Huh. Which is... Which is pretty cool, and he also joins Wilt as um, the only player to lose their first three game, so where they scored, or first three or four games or something that they scored forty five points. Hmm. So, yeah, it's it's great. Obviously, we like that Booker's scoring this much, and he's an amazing player. We know this. If you're listening, you know this. But it's very frustrating that we lost all of those games. And, I mean, maybe the reason that he scored 50 points is because we had basically no help for him in those games. (laughs) But, I mean, 50 points nonetheless. And it's not like he was jacking up shots. He did this efficiently. The 59-point game against Utah was the most efficient game where someone has scored over 50 points, like ever, I believe. And I'll pull up the stats really quick. I know that it was the 48 game. It was on 19 of 29. Yeah. He was 19 of 34 in the Utah game. Uh, And he shot 17 free throws. He only missed one. So that helped a lot. Um, And then in the Washington game where he had 50, he shot 29 times 19 of 29 in the Washington game and I'll just look at the Memphis game where he had 48 just for the heck of it um 19 of 29 also in that game so yeah comes down to free throws basically um because in the Washington game he shot 10 free throws and made nine and in the Memphis game. He missed one, I know, in Memphis. Yeah, he, he only missed one, but he shot eight. Yeah. So, literally, the difference is... One more one foul. Three, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, congratulations to him, though. It's exciting. If people, like... I'm just really hoping this can end this whole, like, is Donovan Mitchell better than Devin Booker? Like, stupid talk. It seems like the talk hasn't been as much as Donovan Mitchell better. 
Right. Or Zach Levine. Like, stop making these comparisons. <laughs> there definitely was the talk earlier on in the year about Zach Levine and Devin Booker. Are they on the same, like, level? No. Just garbage time scorers? That yeah. Not even close. garbage time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think there's a little bit too much from Suns fans about, like, how dare anyone disrespect Devin Booker. And uh, if you go on Suns subreddit, it seems like it's just all Devin Booker, all... These people talked about Devin Booker. These people talked about Devin Booker. Need to slow it down a little bit. Right. It's probably why a lot of people hate him. Yeah, I understand that. And it's... We're comparing good players on bad teams. And I feel like the people who tend to do that tend to be um, less educated, usually. Wow. (laughs) Not... I shouldn't say less educated, but just, like, about the game. I don't know. Maybe they went to college. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not judging their level of, like, actual education. But, like, I don't know. Good players on bad teams. It's A lot of times the people talking about these guys aren't watching them. That's fair. It, the, the rule of thumb is you look at efficiency. If right. you're on a bad team and you're scoring, I mean, Justin Holiday. We just saw him in the Grizzlies. Right. Last year he had a game where he shot 20 times or something like that. And he was he was not good. Right. He, he never has been a very high-efficient guy. But he's had games where he scored 20 and all that kind of stuff. Right. Devin Booker is doing most of his on good efficiency. Good efficiency, so yeah. Always look at the efficiency numbers. Yep. But, I mean, we can analyze this all day. But at the end of it... Two 50-point games in a row, and then almost 50 in the third. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. It it did seem like, it does seem like, and the Wizards game also, uh, definitely some fatigue down the stretch. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, probably way too much of a scoring load. I understand that, you know, whatever, but. Well, like, and if you look at that Memphis game, he had 26 points in the first quarter, which was really cool. 24. But, 24. I thought 24. it was 26. I think it was 26. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> I was telling them look it up, but I think it was, I think it was 24. I'm looking it up now cuz the... anyways, it w- it was enough and uh I because the top, we you were joking about how he was on pace for uh 96 or whatever. He was on pace for 88. At the end of the... Oh, yeah. 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 No. No, I said that before the quarter was over, though. Because I was oh, 22. Yeah. Um, okay, hold Regardless, on. it was a few. And then towards the end of it, he was sitting at 40-something for a while in the in the fourth. and it, it, it almost seemed like he was assist hunting and just looking to, you know, dump it off and get another assist. But it was... Wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, he it was just fatigue and uh, it's way too much. It's way too much. And when Aiton went out in the Grizzlies game, we just uh, the only person that could score at all was Buck. So okay, um, it was he had twenty six in the second. Right, but... He had 24, because he outscored the Grizzlies 24-23 to in the first quarter. Hold on, hold on. I gotta see when Booker came out. 
He because he, he said didn't, it. He didn't of the play. Second. He didn't play most of the second quarter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He had 24 in the first quarter. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, short story long. He had 24 in the first <laughs> quarter, which is a lot. But yeah, that's. I think that's about it. Like, it's exciting. And at this point in the season, with five games left, this is great. You know, we're. It's looking like we're gonna win 17 games this year total. I, I don't really see us. Maybe the Pelicans on the fifth, but we'll see. Um, we could maybe beat Cleveland. Less than 20. Less we'll, than 20. We'll win less than 20 games this season. Yep. That, I think that's safe to say. So in a season like that, Booker doing this is definitely a highlight. The other news that we have to talk about is DeAndre Ayton. Ayton hobbled off the court and needed the assistance of a trainer and TJ Warren to get back to the locker room in the third quarter of the Grizzlies game. Uh, the news came out that it's just a sprained ankle, but he's on crutches. I would be shocked to see him at all for the rest of this season, which is unfortunate that his season has to come to an end two weeks early, but I guess it's okay. Um, he had a pretty good season overall. You never want to see a young guy get hurt, uh, even if it's not that big of a deal. But our team has just been decimated by injuries. So this is just one more to deal with at the end of the season. And this closing stretch is just, it's just been rough. Yeah. Um, Kelly's out, you know, Aiton sprains his ankle and could barely walk. Rashawn Holmes being out for. A little bit now. Josh was out for a stretch, but is back. Right. Yep. Tyler Johnson is out He's, still. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's you know it's bad, and we've said this before, but you know it's bad when Kelly Oubre and Tyler Johnson being out are like huge blows to your team. <laughs> I mean, Kelly's been good this year. Kelly's been good for us since he's been here. Right. But, but yeah, it's just rough, and some of these games can be tough to watch if you're finding yourself like struggling to watch i i would not say that's that extreme it's the opposite of extreme it's bad basketball except for devin booker right but i don't know i feel like people could say oh you're a bad fan because you don't like watching your team well this team is hard to watch sometimes it's been we're going on year four of like 20 wins yeah year four of 25 wins or less yeah right I think it's I think the most was like twenty four or something. Yeah. But yeah. Regardless, it's it's bad. It's really bad, and you know, it's it's not being a bad fan to realize that things are bad and that it's been rough, and to just wait for the season. Right. To end. Well, and here's the silver <laughs> lining to all of this: is once we are good, we'll be able to look back and be like, remember that season where we won seventeen to 20 games and we had all those injuries at the end and Booker was scoring and no one else was doing anything. It'll, it'll feel that much better. I I still joke and I'm still on with the joke that, you know, as soon as the suns are good, like the podcast, we're just, we're, we're, we're done with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We won't know what to do because for as long as we've been doing it, we've been terrible, but let's, let's um, go into these game recaps a little bit. Bovada Sportsbook still has their Celebrity Bracket Challenge, so check that out. There's not a lot to talk about, aside from Booker scoring a lot. 
the Jazz game, Booker had 59 points, and the Suns as a whole had 92. Yep. That's bad. (laughs) It's really bad. (laughs) And injuries played a part of this in this game because Josh Jackson was out. And so was Kelly, obviously, and so was TJ Warren, and so was uh, Rashawn. Oh, no, Rashawn Holmes played, but he played for nine minutes. So, not great. Probably got hurt in that yeah, game, maybe. Yeah, and then, uh, um, I really don't want to mention this, but Jimmer played. And he played for 14 minutes, and people cheered for him really loud. I, I don't know. It was the worst 14 minutes. That, yeah, it was bad. Which is not true because we've seen some terrible play in 14 minutes. We have. We've seen See Mike James. I was going to say Mike James, Isaiah Kanan, Tyler Ulis. Tyler Ulis. We yeah, the the Ulis Allen Williams tandem. Excuse you. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> you can talk about Ulis, but I I remember saying Alan Williams is not good. He's a D-League player. And you guys were like, oh! Alan <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Williams is sacred. I, he seems like a great guy. But... Uh, DeAndre Ayton had a bad game in this one, too. He had nine points and seven rebounds. And he just has struggled against Rudy Gobert, as most people do. Yep. So, yeah, he's had some tough matchups over the last few games. And... Gobert had 27 points and 10 rebounds on 9 for 11 shooting. Like, Aiton couldn't do anything to stop him. So, it was tough. I mean, the Jazz didn't even play that well. We just played really bad. Yeah, well, the tr- the thing with, like, the Gobert thing is the best way to play against him is to bring him out of the paint. Right. And which Aiton we can't we can't even do because we don't run plays for Aiton. Right. We don't... Aiton... Doesn't shoot like jump shots close to the three point line. It's mostly elbows or right. anything, and plus he's just a screener apparently. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, the Washington game was at least closer. So this was Wednesday, the twenty seventh. We lost to the Wizards one twenty four to one twenty one, and it was like a last second play that we lost. It was it was close and it was exciting at least. So that's really all we can ask for. Booker had 50, and he also had 10 rebounds. I think that's a career high in rebounds for him. No, he's had 10 to 11 rebounds before. Yeah, Um, Aiden played a little bit better with 14 points and 10 rebounds, but still, you know he could do more, and I'm sure he's frustrated about it. Uh, The reason we were in this game, basically, is that Troy Daniels had 15 points and went 5 for 10 from (laughs) 3. I mean, really, that's why we were in it. And uh, Rashawn Holmes also, he played in this game, but Josh Jackson was still out. Um, I mean, really, there's not that much. I guess Bender had 12 points. I guess that helps. See, we were in the game because of Bender. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's really not much else to say. Bradley Beal is good, I guess. He had 28 points. And so did Jabari Parker. I guess there is that to say. Jabari Barker had 28 points and 15 rebounds. He played a good game. Yeah. I forgot that he was on the Wizards. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's weird to see guys like that on different teams. You know, he was going to be so good. But injuries. 
then we have this Grizzlies game on Saturday the 30th, which it was it was fun. The first half looked really good, and then we just kind of fell apart in the second half, as we tend to do, especially that fourth quarter. We only scored 23 points in the fourth quarter. Um, Booker was so tired and was kind of forcing it a little bit to pick up some extra assists, it seemed like. But whatever. He had 48 points, 11 assists, and 3 rebounds. Aiton had a much better game with 17 points and 13 rebounds. But he went out early in the third. Yes. And Jonas Valanciunas had 34 points, 20 rebounds, and 5 assists. Holy guac. I'm not going to say that Aiton was doing a great job like containing Valanciunas. No. But Aiden did have like 11 rebounds at the half and was playing really, uh, really well, I'm going to say. He was, and he did much better than Bender because in the second half... As soon as Aiden was out, it was Mike Conley, Valanchunas pick and roll the entire time. And Valanchunas scored every single time. And get the ball to Valanchunas because Bender could do nothing. It was like eight possessions in a row. They did that exact same thing and they scored on all of them. Conley also had 33 points. He's still good. It's Grizzlies team though. I don't. They've been on a. They've been on a run like the last nine or so, or not. It's more than nine. They're they were on they were on a good run, and uh, you know we it looked good at the first, and then Devin Booker ran out of gas. Aiden went out. It would it would be great for Aiden to have stayed in and had plays run for him. Mm-hmm. When Booker started to get tired, but. And I think we probably would have won if Aiton would have stayed in. I think so, too. I don't know if we would have had more plays run for him, though. Because yeah. it just seems like that's not a thing we do as a team. No, it's not. Uh, also, to note, Josh Jackson was back for this game from injury. And he had 10 points and 4 rebounds. 4 for 9 shooting. He was fine. He was fine shooting. Missed some, missed some threes, but... 1 for 4 from 3. Yeah. Which, if he didn't shoot those threes... You know, would have looked a lot better, but right. we we have to have him shoot those because we have we we have to have some sort of spacing. Right. I have no problem with him shooting four threes. Yeah. He made one of them, so fine. But that's it from last week. Uh, coming up Monday, April first. We're in April already. Woo. Uh, we play Cleveland at home. Wednesday, April third, we play Utah at home. And Friday, April 5th, we play New Orleans at home. Any of those games winnable? Uh, we, I mean, New Orleans and Cleveland are winnable, I would say. Mm-hmm. We also play Houston at Houston on Sunday the 7th. Not winnable. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not a single moment. That'll be the uh, James Harden tries to show everyone that he should be MVP game. Yeah. Where he has another, you know, like 50-point triple-double or something. Yep, it's going to be rough. Yep. The Rockets score three bench points. I'm interested <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in seeing what this New Orleans game is like because I imagine Aiton is not going to play. So, but we know Anthony Davis is on this minutes restriction and he just doesn't care. And it's like the last few games of the season. Drew Holiday is out. And Drew Holiday is out, so it that's my prediction is that it's going to be a bad game yeah. and not very fun to watch. I mean, none of these games, I think, are very fun to watch. No, they're not. But I think that one's going to be especially bad just because, like, 
Davis is not going to try, <laughs> but it's going to like it's going to be very obvious with yeah. Dragon Bender guarding him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's going to be I guess interesting. I don't know. I'm really excited to watch Ray Spalding. Yeah. Oh. Had the he had looked, the worst stretch of basketball in the Memphis game. One minute he played for one minute, and it was so bad. It was awful. He missed like three shots in that one minute, and it was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But that's the last home game of the season. Get win number eighteen for the I'm, home crowd. They should do something for us. Like thank you for sticking through. I maybe just give us cash. <laughs> I don't know. Give you some free food vouchers. Yeah, you can eat some cold, hard pizza. For <laughs> some streets cow. of New York with no sauce. <coughs> we we had this discussion. Streets of New York pizza, good. Streets of New York pizza at the stick, not so good. Not this good. is not an attack on streets of New York pizza, because it's good pizza. But it is an attack on Talking Stick Resort Arena's food. <laughs> Maybe it's because we've been eating it for two years. Maybe it's because you've been eating it for two years. They changed it, though. Chuck was right. They did change it. Hashtag Chuck was right. <laughs> anyway, that that's it for, for the Suns updates. So if you're still interested in the tournament, check out the Bovada Celebrity Bracket Challenge. You can still get in on it. But we're still in the middle of March Madness. We've had some lows, heartbreak some heartbreak we've had some interesting games we've had some close ones we've had some entertaining games uh, but it's interesting because the final four is set we've got Michigan State we've got Texas Tech and then on the other side we have Virginia and we have the team that I know the name of that is definitely (laughs) (laughs) who is it at least you got texas tech this time yeah texas tech is playing michigan state and virginia is playing auburn auburn yes the team that i'm rooting for auburn (laughs) yes so kind of a weird field um i would say probably of all those teams um michigan state is probably the best uh tom Izzo is a really good coach but it's just, uh, I guess, important to note that most of the top guys in this draft are done playing in this tournament right now. So Zion, Duke just lost. They lost by one point to Michigan State. And really, they could have lost any of their last three games because they won them by like very small margins. By the grace of Zion Williams. It, well, and by other teams missing easy shots. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, Zion is obviously going to be the number one pick, and he had a great tournament. He looked way better than everyone else. But um, friend of the show, Josh Cranawetter, um, the man who needs no introduction but still gets it's one, the man who listened to all of the Harry Potter audiobooks over the summer, <laughs> um, the man who took his dog for a walk this morning and ate a breakfast burrito but was still sad, the man who... He attended the Gonzaga games. He was there. It's his fault that they lost. It really is. But anyway, uh, he made a good point that Duke 
was really not a great team. They just happened to have three of the best players in the country. <laughs> yeah. Which, I don't know if that makes any sense, but once he said that, I was like, yes, that's exactly the case. When so. you have Zion, you have RJ Barrett, you're, you're golden. Yeah. You're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. But Zion looks really good. I'm sure you have seen everything because the coverage of him is like all over. I'm sure they'll show highlights of Zion at halftime and during the game of the final four games and the championship. Yes, I'm sure they will. But then a lot of the blue blue bloods are out too. North Carolina, not in it. Kentucky, not in it. Gonzaga, lost. Tough game. Very tough game. Um, I'll just touch on that really quick. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I think I'm most interested in where Rui Hachimura gets drafted because I think he has a lot of potential to be good that other teams haven't seen. Gonzaga is like very system-oriented in their offense. The system is Josh Perkins. Uh, no, no. The system, like Mark Few is a very good system coach for sure. And I feel like a lot of times certain players don't get highlighted as much as they should. And other players are over highlighted because of the system. And I think Rui is one of those who his skill set is not as highlighted due to the system. I mean, he's still looked really good this season, but I think he's just much more of a playmaker than we realize. And in transition, he's so good. He can handle the ball on the break after getting a rebound which is great, and I think he's a better shooter than it seems like, but he hasn't had a ton of opportunities to shoot threes or anything. He, I mean, he did not shoot well in this game against Texas Tech, but I think it's there. So it'll be interesting to see where Rui goes. And Brandon Clark, too. Um, you know, undersized four, but super athletic, can also push that break. Smart player. Super athletic. I really like Brandon Clark. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Rui's biggest things, I feel like, are his speed and how how it can be in the NBA. He's not the fastest guy, which is tough in mm-hmm. the NBA right now. Right. And that outside shot. If he's he, I think he has to nail that to make it. Yeah. But I think if something, if like there's a lottery shakeup and a better team gets a high pick because of the adjusted odds. Maybe they take a shot on Rui. This also isn't the strongest draft class we've ever seen. So it's true. Some of these guys are going to go higher than they probably should, but you know, we're as far as we're concerned, we're looking between Zion and jaw. If we get that three pick, it's bust. Yeah. Basically we, if we don't get Zion or jaw, then I will be devastated. (laughs) So will everyone. Yeah. But uh, if you are still interested in looking for some draft guys that are still in the tournament, you can look at DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. Uh, He's projected to be a top 10 pick. You can look at Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech, who's who's projected to be a lottery pick. You could have been able to check out Chumo uh, Okeke, I think it is. uh Uh, But he tore his ACL on Saturday. So not even during a game, which was really unfortunate. But he's mm-hmm. a he's a late first round guy. Might drop a little bit because of that. And then uh, Ty Jerome from Virginia projected as a late first round pick. Mm-hmm. So those are the, 
the standouts, the three standouts now. But yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna watch these games. The final four and the national championship are always fun games. But uh, who? Let's let's make predictions here. Who do you think is gonna win it all now that we're down to four? And who do you want to win it all? So Virginia's trying to like make up for how disappointing last year was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like Michigan State's just got, they're good. They're really good, and they just always are. Yeah, Tom, so, it's hard to bet against Tom Izzo in March. Yeah, but is that who you want to win? No, I, th- I think I, I think I'd root for Auburn, just because of Arkley. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I think Michigan State will probably win it. I think they're the best remaining team. Um, but I'm rooting for Auburn also because they're a five seed. They're the yep. lowest seed left in the tournament. I don't think like very few people thought they would be a final four team. I didn't. So the only higher seed that won their game was Virginia. Every other team was a lower seed than the one they beat. Yeah. Which was cool. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah, it will be an interesting final four for sure. Um, I hope Texas tech gets destroyed. No salt. Not at all. I mean, <laughs> Gonzaga beat themselves in that game. No, Josh Perkins beat Gonzaga. Yeah. I mean, as frustrating as the end of that game was, we did have a ton of turnovers. I mean, if we would have played how we normally play, we could have won that game by double digits. But we turned over easy entry passes. And part of that was Texas Tech has a good defense, and part of it was us just being really sloppy. And part of it was Josh Josh Perkins making dumb decisions. But his five-year reign is finally over. When are you going to get a... Are you going to find out that he is going to be eligible for a year six? No, there's no way. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, he is the all-time leader in assists at Gonzaga. I have to give him credit for that. He's, he's made some frustrating plays, though. Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. So, Bovada Sportsbook still has their Celebrity Bracket Challenge, so check that out. Tournament, still interesting. But that's what we have for basketball today. That's it. So now we will move into my favorite section of the show, the non-sports section. And we'll give a little bit of a life update here. David is in town this weekend because it's his bachelor party weekend. So we went to the game. We're going to a concert on Monday, doing some fun stuff on Sunday. But we we decided we wanted to do a segment of our favorite stories from David's bachelor party that never happened. Yep. So, you know, I think the two of us and Charlie, who we miss dearly, who's not here tonight, R.I.P. <laughs> he, he's alive. He's alive. He, <laughs> I would say the three of us are some of the most laid back, like normal, easygoing guys. We do not go crazy. Like the, <laughs> the craziest we ever get is the first night we get to Vegas for Summer League where we have like two or three drinks and walk around a casino until we get tired of it, which <laughs> doesn't really take very long. <laughs> which is very shortly. Yeah. So... That's about as crazy as we get. We're we're pretty normal, you know. I, the first thing I do when I get to Vegas is find where the church is, <laughs> and yeah, we're we're just pretty normal guys. But 
I don't know. It's kind of fun to tell crazy stories. So what, what's the craziest thing that didn't happen during your bachelor weekend? Let me set the stage. Okay. The year is 1976. B.C. B.C. <laughs> Jesus is a glint <laughs> in Mary's not eye because she was like 13. But she, Mary is a glint in someone else's eye. Anyways. Anne I, and Joachim were her parents and that was still <laughs> way before them. Um, I don't actually have you one yet. You didn't come up with a story. I'm still thinking of one, so... I was trying to just stall until I came up with something. All right. well, I just I've had got one. I just had the hook, which was the year. <laughs> okay. What the year was? Okay. Well, I've got I've got our story. I've got my story for the craziest thing that didn't happen. So this is kind of a throwback to last year at summer league. Okay. We watched a lot of vines, <laughs> and the craziest thing that didn't happen at your bachelor party is after our night of debauchery, we came back. And recreated the peanut butter baby <laughs> yeah. All three of us just cover ourselves in, in a little peanut butt. Yeah. And go, ah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the craziest story. Like, and we barely even remember it. That's that's the craziest story that I've got that didn't actually happen. All right. So I have I have one now. This was okay. what the one I was going to do. I was going to try and come up with something else. But okay. So, you know, the day, the night starts out. We're in Vegas. We're in the Hard Rock. We're on the whatever floor. I don't remember. But we're getting all glammed up. We're getting ready. <laughs> oh, I know where this we've, is going. We've got our dresses on. We have our makeup on. <laughs> I have my sash. It's all ready. We, we have been out before, but now we're glammed up. We're ready to go hit it again. We had dinner. We had, you know... Something that was pretty basic and fun, and uh, we, we were we were wooing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we leave the room. We're walking down the hall, and these three guys are walking by us. And you know, we're not. We don't want to talk to them. They're just. I thought it was randomness. a group of three random girls, and they were like, "We're we're dressed to the nines." We are like, dressed to the nines. You know, You're you right. can tell they just got in. You're right, and they're you know they're wearing like sweatpants. Yeah, may you know maybe they were doing some watching some basketball. Maybe yeah. they were you know gambling and playing Buffalo or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, and uh, you know we're walking by trying not to make eye contact because <laughs> ew, it's it's awkward. And the most, the weirdest looking one of them, <laughs> and his glasses and walking around her like, glasses, her, her glasses, glasses, walking around like she could just like trip and fall over her own feet <laughs> at any second, turns around and says, happy birthday to me. <laughs> and I am personally offended. Yeah, it was bad. We were all, I was offended for I, you. I was offended. I'm wearing my sash. It obviously says bachelor, I mean bachelor. <laughs> so what do you do so what do i i i don't do anything you don't do anything i we look in you, disgust we, and chuck and i noticed this and yeah. in unison it, it was perfect we both go it's not his birthday and we got they were oh, i'm so sorry i can't believe it let me buy you dinner. and we said no 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 we're not doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm glad you remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's clear. It is clear in my mind. Oh. 
And we were we were actually so torn up by this that you know we just couldn't enjoy the night. Yeah, it, it ruined it, the rest of the trip. It basically. ruined the rest the rest of the trip. We just we packed up, we left <laughs> we right left then and there. That night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we tell the real story? I mean, yeah. Okay. I I feel uh, it had to have come up at some point. I'm sure it's not we've her told the story on the pod, but. The reverse of this is what actually happened. <laughs> we are the normal people. And <laughs> this, was this last year? This or was, was two, two years, years ago. ago. Almost two years, two years ago. ago. Yeah. At Summer League, the first night we got in, we're walking through our hotel. And there's a group of girls. And it's the sash and everything, just like that. And David says, happy birthday. <laughs> and all these girls, it's not her birthday. And you could tell <laughs> she had been told happy birthday a thousand <laughs> times that night. <laughs> They were so mad. Oh, that's so funny. They were very upset. They we, were. I, I feel bad about it. I don't. It was okay. great. It was a great joke. It, it was a great joke. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. It's not her birthday. It's not her birthday. That was really funny. Ugh. That's still my favorite moment of any summer league. It was, it was great. It was. All right. Well, that's what we've got. It's not her birthday. Thanks for listening. The season's almost over. We've only got a few games to talk about. Not very much punishment left to go. That's Yeah, thank you for sticking through the season. We've enjoyed... I'd say we've enjoyed parts of it. Technically. We, technically. I guess, I guess. Thank you for listening. Check back next week. Go Suns. <laughs>